How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name is Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis and Devin Davis, and we've got an awesome episode for you today. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at FTSPod, on Twitter at TheFTSPod, and email us at TheFTSPod at gmail.com. Let's get it rolling. So, lots happened uh, with the NFL. Been about four weeks. Uh, let's just jump right into, you know, some, some AFC North. Uh, team sticks out the most is the Steelers, 8-0. Did you guys expect them to go 8-0? What do you think about the Steelers so far? I've been very impressed by the Steelers for their defense. Uh, I mean, they've, they've typically had a good defense recently, and it's no different this year. Uh, I mean, people like T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree are getting pressure all over the place, and it really flustered uh, like Lamar, you could see in that Ravens game. Lamar was not himself, and he had a couple of costly turnovers. He had a pick six to start the game, so... I mean, that was a really, really fun game, and luckily they were able to close it out. Uh, but, yeah, they've had some pretty close games the past few weeks, and they managed to squeak it out. So I think that's a sign of a good team when you're able to win those one-possession games, maintain the ball at the end of the at the end of the game when you have a lead. And uh, they almost choked the game against the Titans, but squeaked that one out as well. So I don't expect they'll maintain their perfect record for much longer. Uh, but, I mean, I didn't think they'd go 8-0 no either, so who knows. Surprised Big Ben has been as good as he is. That's the one weakness I thought that would hold him back, but he's carrying his own weight. And speaking of carrying, Benny Snell needs to get more carries. Right? Yeah. Right. Yes. What is it with teams in the NFL who just don't want to give their beastly rookie running backs minutes? I don't get it. Okay. We'll get to that later when we talk about the Lions. But um, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger, he's been quite incredible i mean i didn't think he would be this good after coming back um excluding the titans game like you said they still squeaked that but i mean other than that he's throwing a touchdown every single game i mean he's got studly receivers out there not like studly as in cute because you know I'm, i prefer women um but they're i mean they're studs i mean yeah yeah, Juju. The, yeah, I mean, the, which the, i mean isn't even like the main one i would say chase claypool like, ah you're a big chase claypool yeah yeah I love how the Steelers are able to draft these random rookie wide receivers that just turn into studs. Deontay Johnson. I mean, Juju himself wasn't even who was a second round pick. Like, yeah. And you got teams like uh, the Patriots drafting the Kill Harry in the first round, and what's he doing for you? Jacoby Myers is doing a lot better, undrafted. Kill Harry has done absolutely nothing. If anything, yet people were like, "Oh, we could develop into a wide receiver one." Probably dropped to fifth wide receiver by now. I don't know. He hasn't done anything. Ranked like. 110th in wide receivers in fantasy because he's maybe caught two footballs this whole season. <laughs> True. But yeah, the Steelers have been a wide receiver factory and hopefully their offense can uh, keep up with their defense and they might be a, they might be a serious Super Bowl contender. And while we're in the AFC North, how about the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar kind of, kind of struggling a little bit, but able to pull out some of the wins except choking against the Steelers. What do we think about them? My thing with the Ravens has always been they destroy the bad teams and they look great, but they cannot play against the good teams. They just don't win those games. They have Lamar has yet to do it in the NFL. He choked in the playoffs and lost even as the one seed. And then even this year, they've lost to the Chiefs and the Steelers, the two better teams in the AFC. So... I mean, I don't. I I think they have room for improvement, and they got they got spots where they can turn it around. But I'm not convinced that they're 
they're developed and Lamar is ready to step, make that leap and step into the same conversation with Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think Lamar's kind of taking a, a dip this year. He's not playing quite to that MVP level he was playing like last year. Um, and I also think, you know, they've got obviously a running back situation. They've got three <laughs> different guys all getting carries. I mean, they gotta, they're going to have to figure that out, which I know Mark Ingram, he's been injured a little bit. J.K. Dobbins had a couple issues. And I don't know. It's just – I don't, I don't like teams that can't decide who to play a running back. That's not me. That might just be me, but I don't know. You got three guys. You can't pick one of them. Then there's something wrong there. JK is clearly the guy. Like clearly. I said, what is it with teams who just don't want to let their rookie running backs shine? I'm like, you don't have to play 30-year-old Mark Ingram. You don't have to play Gus Edwards, who's been a backup his entire career. I mean, like. This blows my mind. Baffles me. Baffles me. It's outlandish. Yep, but, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll jump over to a team that uh, has been using their rookie running back a little bit. Zach Moss and the Buffalo Bills. How do you like that segue? How do you like that segue? But anyway, Buffalo Bills <laughs> currently sit atop the AFC East, coming off an impressive win over the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, many, I mean, they had a couple couple iffy, shaky performances the prior two weeks against the Jets and Patriots, both the uh, both were closer than expected games, but they bounced back and uh, had a nice performance against the Seahawks. So what do we think about uh, the Bills and the AFC East as a whole? Well, I was scared for the Bills because they did not show up against the Jets at all until the second half, and they finally pulled that game out. It's like, what is going on? And then uh, the Patriots, turns out they aren't good either. They got lucky on a cam fumble, but... uh. More importantly in that division, how about the resurgence of the Dolphins? Is resurgence the word? or no, I'm not quite sure if that's the word, but, I mean, they did something, I guess, yeah. A resurgence from 1974? <laughs> I don't know about that. That's what I mean. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, surprising, to say the least. You know, five and three, second, and, you know, the AFC East. Don't expect that to last much longer, um, personally. Really? So you're you're out on the Dolphins? I'm out on the Dolphins. Really? Josh seems like the type of guy that would be out on the Dolphins. If you ask me, is Josh in or out? I'd say Josh is out. Rookie quarterback doesn't he doesn't like they don't have they don't have a run game without Miles Gaskin healthy. He's not a fan. I'm not a. I mean, maybe it's my Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, bias here talking, but. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm just not hopping on board yet. Well, unfortunately for you, Josh, I believe you're a bit incorrect with your Dolphins take. I think uh, I think you should most definitely be all in on the Miami Dolphins. Tell me why. Well, you see, Josh, the improvement they showed in Week 9 with Tua at quarterback against the Arizona Cardinals of all teams. They had a pretty dominant and impressive performance, that, I that think. That is true. They, they did get a sack on Kyler, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. One, one is the standard day. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, uh, I think uh, as much as uh, as much as people are hyped for Tua and the offense to get cooking, I definitely think the defense has been really impressive. Uh, I mean, the free agent signing of Kyle Van Noy has definitely worked out. 
Um, most of the time, most of the time, those uh, Belichick uh, system players, when they get when they get signed in the offseason, they don't really work out. But that, that was a really good signing for the Dolphins. So they've been really impressive with their front seven, and then their secondary has been really solid uh, with like Xavier Howard and Byron, Byron Jones on the corners. Uh, so I mean, I think that they're they're up there with the best and like probably top five, top ten in the league in defense. So. I mean, if Tua is, Tua is anything what we've seen out of Burrow or Herbert this season, then I think the Dolphins could be scary. Not sure that they'll be able to win the division, but I definitely think they're a playoff team and not one that I would want to face in January. Are you convinced? Circle. Circle. Round of applause. I don't know why I said circle, but round of applause. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a circle of applause. That's not a thing. I don't know why I said that, but uh, I, I am definitely more convinced about their defense. You're right. Going to need a little more convincing from the offense, though. Um, I mean, their their schedule. Who do they play? They play the Bengals. That, that should be a win. They play the Chargers. I mean, that's going to be a win. Chargers don't even. They're horrible this year. Um, I really don't know. I think they play the Patriots, right? And Jets. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. May, maybe you've got me convinced. They do have a couple tough games uh, with the Chiefs and the Raiders, but I mean, I still think ten and six is definitely on the table for the Dolphins, and wouldn't be surprised to see him see him reach that mark. What are you dogging on the Chargers for? Because the, the Chargers are two and six and cannot win a game when they have a seventeen or twenty-one point lead or whatever. So I think it's well deserved at this point. They're a good bad team. Herbert's the record good. says otherwise. Herbert's good. Their coach is not good. I, I do like Herbert. Herbert's been very impressive. I was not a fan of him at all in the in the draft process here at Oregon, but I've been impressed with what I've seen so far. It's just something something with the something with the voodoo, the ju- the juice. It's just not been not been good for the Chargers. Well, they did lose Austin Eckler. Um, that was probably a big hit. God knows I've taken a well, I mean, I wouldn't say I've taken a big hit because I don't have Austin Eckler, but I have Joshua Kelly, who's projected over 10 every single week and probably finishes with a max of three every week. So I've been hit with false hope. But um, yeah, they, they're they struggling at the running back position. Can't can't decide between Josh Kelly and um, Justin Jackson and heck, even last week. Oh, God, who, who did they play? Kalen, Devin, Kalen they Balazs. Kalen Balaj, that's who yeah. it was. Yeah, that's who they who they rolled with. So the uncertainty in that position right now is kind of just not a good thing to have, and I feel like that kind of causes for other uncertainties going going on with the rest of the team. It's a different guy every week. You know who it was before Balaj? Troy Main Pope. Ever heard of him? Who? Troy Main Pope. Troy Main Pope, huh? Yes. Yes. I can 100% guarantee you I've never heard that name in my entire life until just now. But, I mean, hey, I might I might DM him after this and see if he wants to come on the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Troy Main Pope. And while we're talking about the Chargers, let's uh, go ahead and talk about probably the best team in football, in my opinion, in the AFC West, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Coming off the uh, Super Bowl win, they've had a pretty impressive title defense season up to this point. Uh, Mahomes is looking like a solid MVP candidate. So, what do you guys what do you guys think about the Chiefs? They got Le'Veon Bell, Josh's favorite running back ever. So, oh, he is definitely my favorite. In fact, that I uh, traded him for a first round pick. Um, 
Yeah, no, I think they're great. I mean, there's no questioning that they were going to be good this year. Um, I think the question now is, can they win another Super Bowl? And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I think Mahomes is just an unbelievable talent. Um, I mean, their defense is looking good. Their offense is going. I mean, Andy Reid has a fogged-up face mask and can still coach like a beast. So, yeah. I was going to say, I, I think they just picked up where, right where they left off, and their defense has been even better this year. I'll be interested to see how uh, how their Week 11 matchup against the Raiders goes coming off the bye week, considering they had a bit of a bit of a shaky performance uh, against them the first time they met Week 5. So if uh, I, I, that, that gave me pause. That gave me pause. Um, and they fell behind early to the Chargers, which was early in the season, but... They've they've shown a couple signs of weakness, so hopefully hopefully they can get that corrected heading into the playoffs. That is true. Speaking of the Raiders, um, how's that I don't taco? really want to talk. I don't really want to talk about the Ra- how's the taco. Yeah, taco's great. Um, let me tell you, Taco Bell they got rid of their quesaritos, which is my all five, all time favorite food probably ever in my life, and I cried for a long time, but. I discovered the cheesy gordita crunches and did they get rid of all did they get rid of all quesaritos or just the chicken? No, all quesaritos, all chicken items. Taco Bell is just stupid. I mean, stupid good, but they're stupid. Mm. Yeah, here you sit, still eating Taco Bell. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Forget about the Raiders. I don't really want to talk about the Raiders. Yeah, let's nobody. AFC... Nobody wants to talk about the Raiders. Let's go, let's go to the AFC South. We haven't covered them yet. Um, Titans. Actually, no, honestly, this is just kind of a boring division, too. Um, so it's a very fraudulent division. Titans are frauds. <laughs> I don't know really what to say about the Titans. I mean, it's like, it's like when the tight, like the, the Titans are not that good. There's just like they, their defense is abysmal. They can like, like they shut, they stopped the bears. Congratulations. You stopped, like you stopped the bears. Uh, like like no like Nick Foles, congratulations. But like, even Big Ben was looking like prime prime Big Ben. I mean, they lost to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow <laughs> lost to Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals' offense was look, clicking on all cylinders. It's been really questionable on the defensive side of the football. Their offense is, I mean, they they got pretty much what they got last year, and it worked for them a little bit in the playoffs. But I think if they don't sure up the defense at all. Could be a fraudulent team. Ooh, I smashed that taco. Yeah, you're right. Um, fraudulent. That's a great word for the Titans. That's the only word I can think of, actually. Um, I don't know. How are they 6-2? and two? I don't know. All right, well, let's just go over the AFC. Or what? What, Chad? I was, I was just going to say Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry and AJ Brown will do it for you. Gonna be stuck in wheelchairs for the rest of our lives after all the back pain they've had from carrying the Titans. But do you want to say Philip Rivers sucks, or do you want me to go for it? Philip Rivers sucks. Jacoby Brissett came in to throw a throw a fifty yard hail mary at half. That that that, that tells you all you need to know about Philip Rivers. Yeah. Colts suck. Um, AFC South sucks. Let's move on to the NFC. Let's go ahead and get the. Uh, probably the worst division in the entire NFL out of the way real quick in probably about 30 seconds, which would be the NFC East. Um, anything? 
just sit here in silence to fill that 30 seconds if you want. Yeah, we would give him a moment of silence, I think. I think because uh, it's really <laughs> abysmal uh, how bad every single team in that division is. They just beat up on each other. Nothing, nothing. You, you, nobody sits down and watches a game of a team that is in the NFC East and says, this is good football. This is inspiring <laughs> football. I I am confident that this team is a good football team. No, you know, instead they say, they say, ah, this looks like a good weekend to go pick pumpkins with my girl because I do not want to watch Garrett Gilbert and the Cowboys on Sunday afternoon. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I was laughing and it developed into a cough, probably because I'm gagging at how bad the NFC East is. Yeah, you're entirely right. I mean, you get a B-dubs and there happens to be an Eagles game on, a Washington game on, a Cowboys game on, or a Giants game on. And they're like, you know what? We'd rather we'd rather play some figure skating because that's how bad the NFC East is. Like literally anything else on television is better than watching the NFC East. I mean, if you tuned in, if you tuned into ESPN on election night, you could get some figure skating action. So, I mean, you definitely, you definitely, definitely, you're getting the figure skating hype out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big, big figure skating guy. I really thought Washington was gonna, you know, actually turn into a decent, not a decent team, but like the best team in that division. But then their quarterback got hurt, so I mean, now they're just done. They're all done. But, like, I really thought Washington would have been the one glimmer of hope for that division. I mean, it's looking like it's going to be the Eagles just by default. They're the team with the best oh. quarterback. So, I mean, as, as, as painful as it is to say, I believe that it's just going to be it's just going to be the Eagles by default. They're going to host a playoff game, too. They are going to be hosting an NFL playoff game. They might be 5-10-1, but they'll be hosting. Let's talk about let's talk. Josh, you want to talk about some good football teams? I'm interested yes. in talking about some good football teams. Yeah, that means we should go to the NFC West because I like good football. I think I think all four teams in the NFC West are really good. The 49ers have obviously been plagued with injuries, but aside from the, if you if you look past all the injuries, the fact that their entire teams on the IR, I really think we got four solid football squads. Who is your pick, Josh? Who is your pick at this moment to win the NFC West? That's kind of tough. Um, probably the Seahawks. Um, I mean, Tyler Lockett's been a stud. Chris Carson's been a stud, minus the injuries. Um, Chad is giving me a look for some reason. You, you, named, you named the wrong. You named the wrong receiver. <laughs> you named the wrong wide receiver for the Seahawks. Who's DK Metcalf? Ever heard he's of been a stud too, but has Tyler Lockett not been a stud? Am I? Am oh, I, Tyler Lockett's been dumbfounded. Uh, Tyler Lockett's been good, but I, like, it's, six, it's like <laughs> he's been a top five wide receiver this year. They're both good. Don't get me wrong. I would just personally be leading with DK Metcalf, but that, that, I mean, to each their own. Well, nonetheless, they're both studs. Chris Carson's a stud. Russell Wilson's a stud. Seahawks. I mean, I think I would go with the Cardinals, but. Cardinals playing Seahawks. I think they're going to lose to the Seahawks. Um, and they're playing the Rams twice. So that I feel like both those games could go either way. And they're also playing the 49ers. Uh, so I feel like the Cardinals have a little bit of a tougher schedule than the Seahawks. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks to win, uh, win the NFC, NFC West. God, if I could talk. 
You see, you see the thing. You, the thing I noticed while listening to your answer, Josh. Oh, here we go. You only mentioned the Seahawks' offense. Is there a particular reason? Oh, yes, I believe there is. It's because the Seahawks' defense is abysmal. Is that right? It's garbage. It's just not good. They're giving up like 500 yards a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for real though, I think it was like 440. <laughs> like, can I get a fact check? I'm trying to give you... Here we go. We got 364. Wait, no, wait. I'm dumb. That's to... Wait. 455, you're correct. Wow. Oh, yeah. See, I knew I was right. I was like, not 300. I was just looking at passing yards. My apologies. Uh. <laughs> 455 points. Yeah. So that's the team you're picking, Josh. I just want to, I just want to let you know what you're working with. Yep. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. I know their defense isn't good, but I think their offense is just unbelievably good. Well, me myself, I'm more of a more of an Arizona Arizona Cardinals fan. You know, I think I think uh, they're a little bit more balanced on both sides of the ball. Their offense is not up to the level of the Seahawks, but their defense far surpasses that of the Seahawks. So, I think a more balanced football team will hopefully win more football games. I'll be really interested to see if the Cardinals can sneak out another one against Seattle. That'll be really big in that division race, and so I'll be sure to text you whenever uh, whenever the Cardinals lay the smack down on the Seahawks. And <laughs> okay. See if you want to see if you want to flip your pick then. Shoot, I might. And they're both really close. Yeah, I think I rule out the 49ers just because they're in last place right now and their whole team's injured. Uh, but I'm gonna take the third route and go with the Rams. It's my favorite team in this division. You can have your Seahawks and Cardinals. I'm going Jared Goff. But no, Jared Goff sucks. But they do have really good weapons and a really great defense. So if they can just not have Jared Goff hold them back, I think they can they can they can win this division. Like why not? Daryl Henderson has popped off. They got great receivers. The defense, Aaron Donald. Yep. I don't see any reason why the Rams can't win it, except for Jared Goff, but so as long as Jared Goff doesn't give yes. the Dolphins defense 14 points, you like you like their chances? Yes. That's, what yes. I'm He's, that's the only thing that scares me. Hey, I mean they're favored against the Seahawks this week, so Chad might Chad might be the Chad might be the priviest of us all. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the NFC West to see see what shakes out. Uh, so uh, let's move on. Let's move on. We got a couple divisions to touch on here. Let's go to the NFC South. We had a we had a pretty shocking uh, Sunday night football game last week, with the Saints absolutely annihilating the Buccaneers. Um, so, Buccaneers have kind of looked shaky the past two weeks. Uh, after I was hyping up their defense uh, early on, they seemed to have struggled against Daniel Jones and Drew Brees, the statue. So, I'm not so sure what to make of the Buccaneers. You guys got any thoughts? Well, Tom Brady can't be throwing three interceptions. Um... Every other game he was doing fine. I think he'll bounce back. Um, Got to figure out their rushing situation. Uh, they just picked up Antonio Brown. Um, so he might come in and just ruin – he might be the bad luck charm. I mean, he he literally might be the reason they lost by 35 points because he's Antonio Brown and he is a toxic player. Nobody wants him. And the only reason they got him was because probably because Tom Brady asked for him. 
Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not yeah, sure that I'm not sure that it's uh, Antonio Brown's fault that the defense is giving up 38, but I like it's that. I like that charm, opinion. Man. I like that opinion. That's a good one. Bad luck charm. I like how when Josh sees that a team uses multiple running backs, he's like, "Gotta figure it out." I don't know what they're doing. Gotta figure it out. <laughs> yeah, figure it out, man. I mean, I guess Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette are both good, though. It's not like you know, other teams where you have one guy who's clearly better than other guys, but they're still for some reason playing multiple guys. Yeah, this is just one of those teams where I don't trust on a week-to-week basis because you really never know what you're going to get from this team. Tom Brady might throw for feet 350 yards and three touchdowns, or he might you know, get 1.2 fantasy points and throw for like 50 yards with three picks, which is less than 1.2 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a safe thing to say. Like, you never know what you're going to get with the Buccaneers. Well, another team in the NFC South that uh, I was definitely out on early in the season, especially after that a pitiful uh, Monday night football game against the Raiders, the New Orleans Saints. They looked impressive. They after a couple uh, couple early season stumbles, they've yet to lose a game after uh, week three. So they've they've all they've done is win since we bashed their name. We bashed their name. All they do is win. So I mean, I still think that uh, their offense is a bit bit susceptible. Alvin Kamara has been having to put in all of the yards, but they've gotten Michael Thomas back, so maybe that'll help the help Drew Brees in the passing game. But they're yeah, still going they're still going to overtime with the Chicago Bears. So the same time it makes you makes you raise an eyebrow oh i mean uh, some of those teams that they beat i mean <laughs> let me just cut off chad um some of those teams they beat i mean like lions i, I don't really think that's very impressive you know chargers i don't think that's very impressive um panthers don't think that's very impressive so i mean I, i'm still it could go either way for me with the saints i, I they definitely did get over those you know, hiccups to my first two or three games, but that could go either way for me. Yeah, I think they have. No, let this... me interrupt chat again because. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Actually, no, I'm just joking. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I think they figured out what they need to do specifically on offense, especially with Thomas out, just feed Kamara. Dude gets like 12 catches a game, just easy dump off catches, and he just goes to work. Raise that glass. Hmm. Cheers to Kamara. All right, and uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up, our NFL talk. Go, we'll go to the last division, the NFC North. Uh, I think the, there's a couple points we could hit here. Uh, start with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they had the, they had the rough loss against the uh, Buccaneers. That was, a, that was a beating they took. And then they had a shocking defeat to the Minnesota Vikings. So it looked a bit shaky, uh, but... What do, you, what, do, what do our resident Packer fans think about what they've been seeing out of Aaron Rodgers and crew? I think Aaron Rodgers, aside from the crew, has been unbelievable. Um, I mean, he always is. I think he's been hella accurate. He's only thrown a couple interceptions this whole season. I mean, he's just throwing touchdown after touchdown out there. Um, I think he's been incredible, and it makes me think back to when I traded him to you in fantasy and very much regretting that because I'm stuck with Daniel Jones right now. Um, yeah, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers has been a stud. Their defense has been, eh, I mean, about what you'd expect from the Packers defense. I mean, other than last year, they last year, they kind of surprised us a little bit, but 
think their defense hasn't been that great, and they need to step it up if they're going to want to, you know, make a run at the Super Bowl. They really can't defend the run. Like, I know Dalvin Cook is amazing, but that dude ran all over him. Ronald Jones was another one. If they want to get Aaron Rodgers any weapons, that would be fine with me. They were going to trade for Will Fuller. Now they were like, nah, we don't want to do that. Yeah, instead like, of drafting a wide receiver. Weapon. You know, you know, one of you all, Devin, Chad, tell me what wide receivers they passed up on in the draft. Just, just a couple of them. I'll give you a good one. I'll give you a good one. You're not going to oh, believe your ears. You're not going to believe your ears. You're not going to believe your ears. Chase Claypool. <laughs> they passed up on Chase Claypool. Can you believe that? And who they just get a backup quarterback? Are you kidding me? What a waste of a pick. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just, you just, you just don't understand that you need a good, a good wide receiver to go with Devonta Adams, and you might win the Super Bowl. Sometimes that concept is just too foreign to comprehend. I mean, you could add T. Higgins as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's finding T. Higgins. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers could have done the same. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 rough. It's rough having Jordan Love on the bench and running out uh Marquez Valdez scant scantling every week. What's that one guy's name? Equinemius Saint Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watched him. I watched him drop a third down pass, and they went right back to him on fourth down, and he dropped another one. I was like, you didn't learn the first time, did you? If they just got their defense a little bit better, and if they had Devontae Adams somebody else to take some of some of the workload. I mean, I, I, I mean, they, they're, they're going to be in the super conversation. Yeah. Not the super conversation. They're gonna be in the super bowl conversation, no matter what. Um, but I mean, like they can't draft for some reason. You gotta draft a rookie quarterback. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the best quarterbacks ever. Only one super bowl. Only one could have more than one. Just get a wide receiver. Please. Let me move on to the Bears for a second. Open, yeah, open for this. actually one second because they're not good. No, I'm just going to open this up for discussion. When did the Bears go back to Trubisky? Um, as soon as possible would be my answer. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. I mean, I mean, maybe we just trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick or Jameis Winston, but that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. I don't like. There's no way. There's no way that you can watch Nick Foles and say, "Ah, yes, this is our guy. This is the savior of the offense." At least, at least Mitchell Trubisky could, you know, he could he could do something with his legs. Like if, yeah. if he could, he wasn't the most accurate passer in the world. He might turn the ball over two or three times a game. But at least he could make plays. Nick Foles, he ain't, he's not making any plays. Super Bowl Nick Foles is no more. And this is for the every go- touchdown he throws, there's an interception right there with it. So if if he's lucky, I don't like the Bears at all. Like, I don't. Even with Trubisky, I don't think they have a guy. I'm all for them, like you said, trading for Fitzpatrick. I don't think Trubisky is their guy. I don't think Foles, Foles definitely isn't their guy. I mean. Allen Robinson is. Uh, imagine being Allen Robinson. You're just a beast of a wide receiver, and you just get the most incompetent quarterbacks on your team. Very un- yeah, it's very unlucky. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a big fan of David Montgomery either. Oh yeah, they're running. I do like Allen Robinson. Abysmal. 
David not David Montgomery is not your guy. Trubisky and Foles aren't your guy. Get rid of all three of them. Find Josh, Josh I'm a, let's play a game. Let's play a game, Josh. I don't like where this is going. Over, over, or under 3.8 rushing yards per carry for David Montgomery. Under. <laughs> <laughs> under. 3.6. 3.6. He's only getting 3.6 yards per carry. I bet you Adrian Peterson's probably two. doing better than that. Probably. His brittle bones are better than David oh, Montgomery. 3.8. Adrian Peterson, better running back than David Montgomery. <laughs> David Montgomery is horrible. I'm sorry. Dunders he's not might have more, but, you know, he doesn't get the ball. Don't mention it. Don't mention it or I will, I will start getting antsy and Four, mad. 4.6. 4.6, 4. yeah. 4.6. Any, any other teams y'all want to talk about in the NFL? Or y'all want to, want to wrap the NFL talk up? Just that Philip Rivers sucks. That's it. All right, well, it appears Chad is uh, definitely out on Phillip Rivers and the Colts, uh, and I don't blame him. So that'll do it for this episode of the From the Sidelines podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at FTSPod and on Twitter at the FTSPod. And be, feel free, if you think Phillip Rivers sucks, or if you think the Bears are legit, feel free to send us an email to theftspod at gmail.com. Our DMs are also open, so... Feel free if you if you want to side with the Cardinals or you want to side with the Seahawks and be wrong. I mean, whatever whatever floats your boat. Just let us let us hear from you guys and uh, feel free to check out our other episodes as well. Or the Rams. Hello. Bye. Have a great time. <laughs>